It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number 7% of Jobbing Out. 7%. 7% of AEW is bad. Uh, Is what? Are, are each other? Wow, I think it's that was going the opposite way, Brandon. It was you, you nailed it. But the, yeah, seven percent that aren't currently involved in some sort of hellscape backstage blood feud. <laughs> at least it feels that way at the moment. You nailed it. You just had the numbers the wrong way. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Um, I figured we'd give AJ a week off. I mean, we'll. I, I we should have messaged him. I actually do feel What's bad about he doing? that. Yeah, like, what, what can he possibly? It's Friday. What well, can he where are they? Doing where, Brandon, why is your? Hang on a second, Brandon. You sound like you're further away from the microphone or something. I'm back. Okay, all right. Oh. All or, right. I was gonna say, or just had an echo uh, effect I was on. Tra- I was trying to untangle something. Ah, okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. What Never was going? Never try to untangle. Yeah. What on. What is that all about? <laughs> Who untangles? Well, listen. AJ has nothing to do on Fridays. Like what? Where Where are they tonight? I, Detroit. He, and they're for, doing two shows. Too. Yeah, but in fairness, oh, because this is the answer for uh, next weekend. Yes, is they're this doing. Is the big answer. Yeah, they're doing two tonight. But seriously, what would he want to do in Detroit during the day? Like, legitimately, he actually probably wouldn't have minded maybe spending a couple of minutes with his pals. Um, I've heard Detroit's pretty up and coming now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've heard that. I don't, I've never sure, been there. Sure. Know. Sure. Um, all right. So as as we alluded to at the top. Um, as much as there is going on in WWE, what in all hell is going on in AEW? This is, like, the last couple of days, I think we knew maybe a little bit. The last couple of days have been insane. Now, the irony is they also had their best TV rating in years because they did the championship match on a Dynamite. But, yo, what what is going on Lots of stuff, apparently. Well, okay, thank you. I, I guess my question, <laughs> dynamite, dynamite tab. There's, there's a reason they call him the best color analyst in baseball. Serious. Yes, exactly. I think my point is, are, are all these isolated incidents that, hey, whenever you have a locker room full of people that all have big personalities and ideas, stuff like this is going to happen? Or is this a bigger statement about the way that AEW runs its business the control that they gave the people that maybe shouldn't have gotten control, that there is a bigger problem related to that company that they can't just keep patching up by saying, hey, but we're going to give you bangers of matches, except, of course, for the one that's for the championship. I, I think that the it's a mix of both. I think that this kind of thing, like this, the locker room environment, you know, we've seen time and time again. It's just that it doesn't normally all come out in a three-day stretch, one on top of each other, and kind of blow up in this fashion. You know, you're hearing people on, you know, Busted Open Radio or, you know, people who have been in the business who are like, well, yeah, this is like every wrestling locker room. It's just that it doesn't normally kind of get out in this. At well, the but same also, time... But, well, but, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, but at the same time, it's also 
revolving. I, I think there is a problem in the, and it's why, you know, you saw there was a kind of all hands meeting this week that because of the people involved in particular and because yes, most companies don't have these issues with their top men's and women's champions right, at the same exactly, time. Exactly. I mean, that, that's the part that like the, this, the Sammy Eddie thing is, is what it is, but these are your top champions on the men's and women's in the locker room. And that doesn't seem great. <laughs> that certainly doesn't seem ideal by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I don't know what to make of the impact it's having on the product, right? Like, that's the part that I can't figure out. It's definitely not a good thing that you're 10 days away from a pay-per-view and we... Not even 10 days. What are you, nine days now? Away from a pay-per-view and we don't know what... I mean, we do, but we don't know what the championship match is. Like, that's not good. There's no way of getting around that. That's... Also, you got to tell me why I want to see that match again after what you 100%. did. hundred well, percent. And that's the thing. That that's another topic. It's like I'm kind of hoping we don't know the championship match because if we do know the championship match, there's a bigger problem. No, there's the, but there's no pro- there's no way to solve that either way, Aaron. Like no, the, it's, it sucks already. You like, can't you can't make it well, good. No, I mean, if you if you told me that it was an injury and this was way of like saying okay, we screwed up with the interim championship thing. We need to fix this now because but then Punk's they just did it, it in the women's division. <laughs> Well, the is no, a no, legit injury. no, you needed to make that decision a month ago. No, you needed no, to no, wait, CM wait, wait. Punk is a legitimate injury. My point is, like, if you're saying there's well, then, then by the way, if CM Punk's a legitimate injury, then we do not know what the title match is. But hang no, on, no, a second. no, hold on, hold on. You're just let me interject here for a second. If you're saying like, there's so much to unpack. If there's an injury, right? They were dumb to do this to begin with, which is what we yes. said when they did it. Okay, but they're not seeing their mistake because they're doing it again with Thunder Rosa. They're doing an interim champion thing again. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Brandon, but I, let me let me get back to that. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Right. What I would say is this doesn't solve the problem. If the problem is no. that CM Punk is still hurt, then either one, you have to leave him. You you needed to build a program for a championship at your pay per view. You right. needed to do something. This doesn't solve anything at all at at all this solves nothing you either needed to do this three weeks ago say all right CM Punk's gonna be out longer than we thought he was we need to have him come back do whatever he can do get the belt off of him we'll solve the problem get Mox doing something else going into the pay-per-view or you just need to keep waiting it out for CM Punk and continue going with an interim, interim championship belt because what you don't have is a relevant program and championship for your pay-per-view, which has been the single biggest problem that AEW has faced throughout the history of their company is they don't do good pay-per-view championship programs. They never have. I guess they never will. I don't know why it is that they are so hell-bent on this continuing to be a thing, but they didn't solve anything on Wednesday. No, but I as far it's I think that the okay, we really thought this was going to happen. It's not you know, there was a setback, whatever, is a far better solution than well, we're just you know, we're doing this match to pop a rating and then we're going to have Punk win the title after that weird ass match on Wednesday at the pay per view <laughs> because he has to win the title in front of Chicago. Because that is probably the other Well that's the most likely I think we all agree here. that's the most likely scenario. But it's that doesn't the most likely and that's horrific. Well of course but, it but it's all it, that's Aaron, horrific. it's all horrific. No, Creating I, I, I a it, it's bad versus horrific. Bad no. misjudging an injury is bad. Misjudging an injury is bad, but it ha- it happens in sports, but even, it happens everywhere. 
even if this is the other scenario, what you're doing is instead running a championship match for the sake of it next week on and, a and pay-per-view. You know what? I'd rather I'd rather have that than the other. No, op- the other no I, right I, I, that's where you're you're just saying things now. No, I'd I'd much rather you know if it, it, I'd much rather do that than have whatever the fuck this was. Even if it's unjustifiable, at least there's still a story involved. The other, the next scenario has no story. It's just doing it. It's doing what, it's literally signing somebody and saying, well, I tell you what we'll do, we'll throw, I'm trying to even think, Jeff Cobb will be the, in the championship match next week for the F of it. That's, that's nothing. That's not a thing. That's not even worthy of dynamite. That's, that's barely a rampage thing. Um, well, I mean, that's probably not what – look, I mean, here's the most likely scenario that will happen that where they try to turn it into a big one-day-long story. You know, you, you start the night with a big casino battle royal or whatever. The winner gets Moxley, and you try to turn it into, like, buzz around that, which is not good, it's, but I think is better than it's, premeditatedly it's do heinous. something stupid like have a three-minute match that turns into a title match. A rematch just to have punk, you know, just to do you, the double you're, duty. You're, you're making it better. You're trying to make it seem like it's better instead of just saying the reality. It's just all crap. It's, it, it's all crap. But crap. there's different levels of crap. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that there is, man. I, I think, I think you're saying that because you're trying to make yourself feel better. I don't think no, there I'm are not different levels. Trying to make myself feel because most likely, I'm saying that the this most likely situation is the far, far, far worse one. I, I, I so that doesn't make me feel. Bad. I don't also, know. I also have to say the thing, right? Could you imagine if they did this <laughs> on Raw? Like, could you imagine if this, like, this this match is not getting shit on nearly enough? Of course like, it's not. I, I don't well, understand. I think there's a lot of people who still are holding out thoughts that it's an injury. I think that the people... Or who, do they think that there's some other thing at bay? Like, it, it, is it is it because of that? Like, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of crap. If people... People who don't believe it's, it's an injury, I'm largely seeing crapping on it. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm not seeing nearly as many people crapping on it as, as should be. Because there should be nothing. There's nothing. You can keep trying to say anything you want about Well, there's got to be. A, nothing justifies this. Nothing. There is no scenario that justifies what they've done. And no By matter way, how many if times. You did this, if you did this somehow and it went the other way, then I would assume that we're getting punk um, MJF. That's a different story. Story because Moxley was never supposed to be part of. Yeah, it, but it still right? shouldn't be this. Like there's it still, still shouldn't be. I'm yeah. saying it still shouldn't be this. But you could make a storyline argument for okay, we have to correct sure. the matrix. I, and, and you've already you've already built MJF Punk. But you this don't is have, th- but yeah. this is not that. This is the no. they went with the guy that wasn't. You, you can't have MJF now. Add in no. one, right. Not only can it not be MJF, add in another. Even the other scenario doesn't work because you'd have one week to build to Punk MJF, and you can say, well, you don't need to build to it. This is still the way that wrestling works. But they you, might want it to be like a big surprise because the show's sold you, out, right? That's so they don't, fine, but you still need people to buy pay per views. But it would be yeah. mystery opponent, and it would be everyone would know. This you is, know what I mean? This is the Cody Rhodes thing, where that's fine to do when you have a bunch of other stuff on your card. Right, but it went to your main match. No, I get it. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think it doesn't work. I just think it's not ideal. None of but this what, is. This is. But what we're doing here isn't even that. This is embarrassing. This is all embarrassing. And no matter how many times Aaron tries to say one is significant, every layer there is no scenario here that has any redeemability to it. It's not a. A, a two versus a three. It's a negative six versus a negative six. Yeah. It all I, I, well, sucks that, but, equally. By the way, how comically insane is is it to do a talent meeting, right? Where like you know, like 
you're doing the thing that you know is going to get out and you're saying the stuff like it's just it was a whole like don't talk to Dave Meltzer said CM Punk in the Dave Meltzer story. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like what are we doing here? Like what why 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 I mean, what what was what that, was that part of it? Did I miss that line? No, there, there, def- was, there definitely was a whole thing in there about stop talking to Dave Meltzer. Oh, yeah, like, stop, yeah, there was yeah. an F yeah. word in there, I yeah. believe. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, there was definitely a whole thing in there. And, like, by the way, that, that is internally one of the things, one of the reasons why wrestling fans have JO'd so much to AEW is because, frankly, we're, we, we like the idea of wrestlers doing more interviews and shooting and telling us stuff. But internally for a company, there's a reason why companies try to keep their performers more tight-lipped and and try to limit the amount of stuff that they do. Because the more you do of it, the more this stuff comes out. <laughs> like right. inevitably it was this is what I go back to when we started when AEW started and I said inevitably they're gonna deal with all the same problems everybody else has ever dealt with. They were yep. always going to deal with the same problems that everyone else has ever dealt with because they weren't reinventing the wheel. They were just doing the same thing that other people have done. Um, and, and almost the problems are almost magnified because they tried to pretend like there wouldn't be any, you know, well, like, and, then, and then they try to make make it part of the script. Right. They try to they try to turn it and be like, oh, well, you, we're going to play along with you, even though we didn't really want this to get out. But now it's out. We're going to play along right. with you. Not just that. You have Jim Ross every week shitting on their product. Well, <laughs> like that's he, a, that's a separate issue. All over. No, but you can add it to it. It's like yeah. nobody's telling him not to. You know what I mean? Like it all comes back to that. It all comes back to you assume the loose like everybody was complaining about how strict the other place was. But then like if you read some of the reports, it was like part of the problem was for a while until someone was smart enough to tell him to stop. Everyone could just talk to Tony Khan whenever the hell they wanted to. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a uh, management position in a business. That is not a good idea. It's a terrible like, idea. As much as it sounds like, oh, like, okay, my door is open, like I'm trying to be like nice, you can't run the business that way. You you wouldn't have time. Like You would forget stuff you told people because you're not organized. Yeah, there, like, and there have to be intermediaries. There have to be other a people. Million that, pro- and yeah. I've, I've, from what I read, they cr- are correcting that to a degree, but like the reason I think, Aaron, I think you said something about, yes, this all happens, but you don't normally have all these things back to back to back. I think it's like the bow breaking or like, you know, it's like all this stuff was there. And then all of a sudden, like, it just got so ridiculous that it was just like it broke. And I want to add to that. The other part of it is like it was doing it, but there was so much positive momentum that there was like, you know, you don't need to. Now that it's starting to go the other way, everything's going to burst. I think that's how it works. There's an unspoken thing here that nobody really wants to talk about is that they did have a lot of things. Look, the the Cody Rhodes problems they had aside, they had a lot of things going for them right up until the moment where, where someone showed up. And then when someone showed up and they tied their company to that person, mm-hmm. it's weird pop. because that yes. they got they got a big they got a big pop they got a big response. But a lot of things changed over the years since then. And yes, of course, that person is CM Punk. And maybe we're remembering why it is that a lot of people chose not to do business with CM Punk. And maybe we're remembering why it is that perhaps CM Punk is a problem. That for as talented as he is, and as much as we all wanted CM Punk back and wanted to watch him wrestle and all of those things, maybe there was reason why 
a lot of people chose not to work with CM Punk for a long time. You you know what's interesting? Like I feel like a you know I've you've heard some stuff the other way, but most largely they were able to sort of shade uh, the problems with him on WWE on him. Uh, now obviously we know that's bullshit, right? It can't entirely be his fault whatever went down but like they've done a good job of sort of like there wasn't a lot of people willing to say no he was done wrong or whatever right and 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 there's a million reasons for that but i just want to put that forth first right even if there were right the people he had problems with weren't necessarily at the time now some of these people are more beloved now but at the time they aren't people who necessarily you were so upset that he was shitting on right now you have him doing that if this is whatever, whatever, if this is real, if it's a real problem, I don't know. Who knows if it's some kind of outworking everybody kind of bullshit. But if this is a real problem of what he said about Hangman Page, that's not that. That's him saying having a problem with somebody that everybody likes. And that's a whole different thing. And anyone who's ever been in a culture like somebody who sucks can get away with a lot if they're having problems with other people who kind of suck. But the second that they have a problem with someone that's beloved, then it's a different story. And maybe that's what this is. But again, we don't know a hundred percent what's real and what's. And that's one of the big problems is that there is always the possibility, which again, I go down to, to my, you know, whether wherever it is in the negatives, this would be kind of the rock bottom that this is one just big old Russo work. The whole thing. Not the no, whole thing, but no, like the, I could the, see, yeah, but, I could, but but you you have something that's real that you're now blowing out of proportion because Tony Khan thinks that's a really good idea and really funny to start yeah. doing kayfabe through the yeah. like I could see them thinking that a really good heel character would be this inside baseball wrestling yep. Yep. heel kind of thing, yep. like where he's uh po- politicking backstage. Like I could see them trying it, it, to say if, that if, he's if, Triple if H from out. whatever year or what you know or whatever. Yep, and if it leaks out that part of this, you know, squash match was a punishment because, you know, he was getting out of law, you know, you start using the dirt sheets as the cape to fill in the kayfabe storyline. The which Moxley would be promo. Horrific. Go yeah. back to the Mox. This wasn't. No, no, no. To at least that was, was on on thing. Like, I, I really feel like there's a at least a chance this is one big thing, and I, I, I don't want to believe it because that's just the nut low of wrestling, but, like. You can't completely dismiss. I, I have. I, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that at some point one might meet the other, right? Like that at some point, you know, work and shoot end up c- kind of tying in together, and and I and I think that almost certainly there's some truth to that. But to to utterly dismiss it, oh right? no, not a, I'm not saying it's totally a work. It's, yeah, it's the, I'm you're not. Blow, you're blowing up what's actually going. Way on. too much there for me to think that's the case. Like, I, it definitely comes way more off as. There, there is a CM Punk ego problem, and there was always going to be a CM Punk ego problem. And I mean, this is a man that thought he could fight in the UFC. Like, we we do have to keep that in mind, right? The audacity of this person. This person has not been to, and for what it's worth, found willing people that let that allowed him to participate in the charade, right? I've I, I've always thought about that. I, I, you know, oh man, this is gonna get really personal. Um, sometimes I try to explain why my wife is a little out of touch and I'm like, well, when, when she was growing up, she asked for a pony and got one. The rest of us like asked her a pony and our parents laughed at us. She got one. 
Um, CM Punk wanted to go, had no qualifications to be a UFC fighter, but yet was told, eh, come over and do it anyway. And and we'll it build the pay per view around you, and, and it did significant damage to like the sports credibility of that company. But you know, whatever, who, who cares? You know, I'm CM Punk. I, I I don't know how you center yourself in reality after some after you are so wildly unqualified to do something, and yet you're allowed to do it anyway. I with Donald Trump, you know what I mean? Like wildly well, unqualified. Yeah, I, I you could also say CM Punk was a very good pro wrestler in a very in a much better character in WWE, and because he went away the way he did, it like m- it made this myth of like maybe he's better than he really was, mm-hmm. and that happens with bands. Oh, all, all the time, one hundred percent. Like the best marketing tool is a yeah. band you can do with somebody dying. Yes, forget to you know pretend or pretend oh. to break up. Oh well, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I, that. Maybe maybe that's more profitable. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's a few noted notable. I mean, I'm not gonna. We'll, we'll talk another time about that. Yeah, I hear you. There's a few notable ca- cases of bands that were like, "We're right. done," we're... knowing that the plan was in two years we're back. Well, hell, Rick. I wait till Rick Flair's next farewell match. I mean, right, for God's right. sake. Yes. Right? But I'm talking about people who do it. Like I know, I, I know, I know, I know it. I know what you're saying. I really do yeah. know what you're saying. But I, I don't know how. How can he? be centered again after all of this like how can he be a reasonable understandable person to work with i mean he's literally you can say whatever you want about yeah but he cares about the fans like he's not i don't know that he like I, that's the I last thing right yeah. get the yeah. get the hell out of here with all that I, I and honestly i think that's such a ludicrous statement i don't know that i've ever seen that right in what circumstance in what circumstance not like i don't that? know if i've even heard even the most diehard cm no when he when he came, when he came back line. last year there was a lot of that there was a lot of okay. that i guess like, i just haven't seen it in a while yeah <laughs> there was a there was a lot of that when he came back last year look um ultimately how do you fix it of course is the question that they're dealing with and i i keep telling you there's no fixing the pay-per-view you have pissed away another pay-per-view whatever you do and 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 aaron can keep sitting here and screaming about how you're wrong there's nothing that can be done that makes this any better you can do this again if you want to do it you can do something else none of it is better than the other it's all crap you have pissed away another pay-per-view championship match now again they've never cared about them before so why do they start caring uh, about them now say, either way that's happening when, when i'm all saying this it, it's not one is amazing one is bad it's that they're all one pisses away at title match one pisses away a title match and just is horrific as to what your outlook is on this company i I don't, I don't, I don't know how you keep thinking that the, the two are separated. <laughs> like, I don't know where that's coming from. The outlook of the company is you have four pay per views a year. You're just willing to piss away a pay per view match, a championship match, no matter what. You can't fix that. It's done. It's over. Um, whatever they do is whatever they do. Um, it, if it's if it's doing the thing again, it's doing the thing again. I'm not. It's unjustifiable, but there's nothing else that is justifiable. So I. You're left with what you're left with. There is no cleaning this up. That You've already done the in-case-of-emergency break glass with John Moxley. The, I guess the next thing would be, if this was really injury-related, you could have done the eternal in-case-of-emergency break glass and just turn around and done Moxley Danielson again for whatever yeah. reason. But 
that's all it would have been is just in case of emergency, break glass. We'll run that out there. You can't even do that now. There's nothing. There's nothing there. There is nothing that you can do that you can justify in any way, which is why I am convinced that they're just going to turn around and do it again. And by the way, all the reporting says that's what they're going to do is just yes. turn around and do it again. Again, I can't justify it, but I, I, you keep trying to make it seem like it, I, I don't think it can be worse. I don't think it can be better. I, this is what you got. Um, you did what you did. There's, there's no getting out of it now. Again, just, just kind of put it a tie. I think it's, it's far worse to plan this out than to say, man, we were really convinced CM Punk was back. Everything was looking good. And there was a setback and, and we realized there was a setback too late. Like both are bad. One is worse in my mind. That's all I have to say. So wait, wait, wait. So what? If there was a setback. You've already gone down the interim champion path. Right. Then John Why? Moxley. Well, no, I, I feel like, 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 what if there was a setback when he ran in and beat those guys? Uh, or you know, like a setback within the past. But week. how long is that going to keep him out? Is it going to keep him out six more months? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Then like, just have him is... say, "I'm going to be out for six months. I have to relinquish my title." John Moxley's the champion now. Or you can add this match. Or you can say it's a, a match week to, before to do you. It. Or do this on the pay per view. How hard is that? I think you do this in front of a Chicago crowd on a pay per view, and people are shitting on it in the in this in the uh, crowd. Like I, I do. I think don't know. That if, but, if, well, yeah. Okay, it's Chicago. Yeah. And, yeah. Man, like, the, like I don't think Chicago you can do this at the anyone but him in in his yes. current situation. I think they'd applaud it. Yes. But yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, him, yeah. he's going to get a pass on everything else. But I, like, I would have taken two weeks to. I don't think you could have done this. Aaron, before. the answer if is: was, if this was Brooklyn, I think you do that, and it gets applauded because everyone's mad at him now. Yeah, but I think I think there's something said. For, I'm going to go a second layer to this. At least I have two weeks to build my next championship match. If I just have him relinquish the belt, if you realize there is a setback and you announce the show. At the beginning of the show on Wednesday night, I'm sorry, I have to give up the belt. We're going we're gonna to have the night as a number one contenders match. At least you're doing something to try to create a build. I get it. It's not a lot. It's still not good. But at least there's something. You're not going to have any, any build to your championship match at your pay-per-view if you don't do this. And again, all the reporting still says it's CM Punk. Yes. Right. No, I, I'm just, again, I, I'm going down this because... I, I do. I, if this is if this is CM Punk winning, I think this is make it one is making a horrific mistake and one is as close to burn it down as you can get it. Like, what yeah, the I, fuck is this? I, bro, I, you By keep, the way, how bad would it be? Yeah, I keep cursing. Like, yeah. If it, well, I don't care about that. Faking, how, how bad would it be if it was like he's faking the injury? So now this match is also a squash, but the other way. Or, like, or that they're trying to build it, up it, some it, sort it, of this is, a heroic yeah. comeback story. Like, that this is supposed to be, um, you know, the, the guy next week, he's going to do a weepy-eyed, maybe I can't do this anymore promo, only to try to go out and deliver a banger on Sunday night to be heroic CM Punk. I mean, like, I, there's a million things you could do. None of it justifies this. None of it. <laughs> this, this, what it, if it really is just turning back around to CM Punk, it does come off as we were desperate to get a million. We were desperate yes. to hit the million number, and we were willing to do anything at all in order to try to get that million number. Now, why you couldn't have prioritized you know, New York as being the place? Because you're not going to get a million next week, right? Like th This is not going to keep the number at a million. You got a million by announcing a championship match. Why you couldn't have prioritized 
you know, again, uh, the Grand Slam as being the place where you were hellbent. I don't know why it needed to be this week that you had to hit one million. Why were you so willing to mess around with other things in order to get the one million? I can't. Unless somebody at Warner Brothers essentially said, either get the one million this week or we're pulling the plug on the company. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I can't figure out a way. All of it unjustifiable. We do have to move on. I'm sorry. We have to get to something yes. else. Yes. Um, you, Brandon mentions Thunder Rosa thing. Yes, correct. It, it, it is not learning from your mistake. This is insane. What in the hell are we doing? Obviously, it comes with the additional storyline of the Thunder Rosa, uh, Britt Baker subplot. Just, just drop the belts. Why is it so hard for people to just... This is professional wrestling that we're talking about. This is all fake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those of you that have children in the car. It's very real. It's very real. It's still real to me, damn it. What are we doing? Like, what in the world? How do you never learn from anything? The funny thing was when I when I watched it at first, so so it was an interim, and then the way they were talking about it made it sound like it was the actual title, and I was like, okay, cool. And then I see the graphic, it's like, oh no, interim. Yeah, so, they they couldn't even communicate it great. Right, like, like it was it's like, definitely it, a little clunky, like communicating what was happening. And then she goes on Twitter and says she's available for for bookings or whatever. Like, what is happening? A lot of I things. I thought she was injured. I don't know if you heard Aaron earlier. There's a lot going on. Lot. I, I thought she was injured. She I is mean, injured. Like, but she, why like, is she that, taking that, that bookings? A, bookings for what? Yeah, like I mean, bookings for somebody went on interviews? her Twitter account and said, don't bother Thunder Rosa. This is someone else. But here's for all business inquiries. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could well, be for signings. That could or be signings. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just like, a bizarre timing of it all. It was it was well, a little it, bit it's, weird. It, it's a she was getting hounded by social media people being like, "You're a terrible person for doing this, this, and this," and they're just like, "Leave her alone." That's what that was. Look, I, here's the other part about this that's uncomfortable is that if really the issues that Britt Baker and Jamie Hader have with Thunder Rosa are because of her working stiff and no selling, the company should have had a problem with that. We did an entire episode about this, <laughs> right? How is that? Why is it? And, and and by the way, if it's a real problem, you probably shouldn't be doing bits about it on the show. Probably not. No, you probably shouldn't be doing bits about it on the show. But why? What? Why didn't AEW take? We all saw the things that Thunder Rosa had done. Why was it that we were just willing to pretend like they weren't happening or they weren't a big deal or they didn't matter? particularly knowing that in the locker room people were pissed off. How does that happen within a company? The public can see it. We all saw the videos. It was abundantly clear. People in the locker room were pissed off, but the company was just like, yeah, but hey, Thunder Rosa. Like, how? I have one possible act. I mean, the the, the how is probably because it's, you know, everyone just, it's a, it's a jungle in there. Um, if I'm trying to make logical sense of it, I go back to kind of what I said with the last time we had this conversation, which is if they come down on Thunder Rosa, there could be an outcry of, well, there's also a lot of videos out there of, of Britt Baker sandbagging people. You, you know, are, you're going to punish Thunder Rosa. Are, I mean, are there? I, 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 I did not know that. Are there? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that either. Well, then yeah. 100%. They should address that too. I mean, yeah, like... and, and that's kind of, and, and that's the only, if, if we're looking for a logic, which probably doesn't apply here, but trying to apply logic is if you let gave Britt Baker a pass, you can't then come down on Thunder Rosa. Um, 
I mean, unless you'd have to give me more context, right? Did Britt Baker clean it up? Like how old? You know what I mean? Like that? Yeah, would, yeah, yeah. That would. Did she do it in AEW? Or is it from somewhere? No, else? no, no, no. Like it's it's AEW. You can see her no selling. You'd see her sandbagging a little bit. Just kind of threw her. Rock. Okay, I I just because I don't know about. I would just need to know more of the details, yeah. right? Like because there could very well be a hey, this was two years ago. We addressed it. We took care of it. That problem solved. Right. I, this was I, a lot of these were in like the past year. Okay, well obviously. then that's then that's, then there's none of that. None of that. Then a hundred percent. Then I. Boy, they got bigger problems, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> they got bigger problems. There is God. What the hell is going on? What is going on? Maybe this is why AEW women don't get a lot of time. Maybe, maybe it has something to do with it. All right. Well, I'm really furious that this is what we had to lead with in the week that we literally got our Lord and Savior back to professional wrestling. Yep. <laughs> I am so furious that in the greatest week that's ever happened in pro wrestling, this is where we had to lead. Um, is there anything else we want to say about AEW before we get to Johnny? Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to the the elite versus you know Will Osprey uh, Aussie Open match. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the match. You know, I but I, I look. I mean, look, we're we're getting Kenny and Will in the ring together. That's what you. we've been wanting. I hear yeah. you. You know, like I I'm I don't know like. <laughs> No, I, I get it. It's it's weird that it's in this form, but right. Hey. Like that's the I I'm not telling you I'm not looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It doesn't outweigh other things. No. Um and there are uh, like try to justify the the Motor City machine gun thing to me. Attempt to justify that. I'd rather have Motor City machine gun than the, like, than Sanjay Dutton. And... No, and that's what that was. And that's all that was was they were like he's like oh, this will pop everybody. And and but like, that's, that's what that like, was. What is that? That's a that's a match again it goes back to, it's a match for the sake of a match. Like yeah. There's no story, there's no the, I don't care. Like you're you're giving me the Motor City Motor City machine guns and then telling me not to care. Which I'll never in my life understand that thought. Well, yeah, but we're gonna give you well, a banger of a match. More, it's more than that. It's in kayfabe. You're giving us Motor City machine guns, which is something we all want to have, but you're telling us, eh, no, no, no. You're supposed to boo them. What? That's not how it's supposed yeah, to work. Yeah, that's a great point. By the way, they did, and it's a moment. They're announcing it as a pop moment, but then you know they're not. That's so dumb. It's so 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 dumb. All right. Uh, very good. Now on to the the real story of the week. Um, you know what's funny? I was thinking about how whether Raw was really good or whether we just feel that way because we got Johnny Gargano, and I don't know the answer to that question. Come on, returns in good wrestling. We've always said that's what makes a great the wrestling Raw was, program. Raw, Raw was pretty good. Here's here's what I was prepared to say today, and then I couldn't believe Johnny Gargano came out. Right. But before he came out, I was thinking about the past couple of weeks, and... I think that there's a bit of like it feels like the shows are better than they are because it was so bad before. Yes. That's part of what's going on, right? And because we're also still like if you really try to measure it, we're in that it, it's it's actually they deserve credit for this because we're in like the fact that you have to sit here and say was it good? You're not like automatically like no, Johnny Gargano is tacked on to a shitty show. Like that's not where you're coming from, right? You're just saying the show was probably mediocre at best. Right, but we have a lot that. of emotional feelings about it because right. we got Johnny Gargano back. Yes. And there's good matches, but there's always right. good matches now. So, like, m the point I'm going to make is that it just shows where we are right now. We, you're, Any time that you're leading up to a show that we're leading up to, this is the situation. They've just done a good job of not completely 
falling asleep and just trying to make it somewhat interesting and somewhat good on the lead up to, I guess, summer WrestleMania or whatever we're going to refer to this as. Right. Um, that's basically what this is. And so when you're, when you're, you know, this has been, uh, the main storyline has been cooked forever and you have to serve it. And so now that they're at that point, I, I think that these are sort of um, vamping shows, but they're better because they have all this equity to play with right now. And they have all these people to bring back that aren't going to factor in necessarily or might somewhat factor into the pay-per-view, but probably not. And so I think that's that's the feeling of like I, really good thing. But right. I also think part yeah. of it, part of it, Brandon, is like it, it. you're still in a place where shows can be better, but they can still only be so good when there's no champion. You know, like they, they're still well, that's my point. They're it's still like you. You have to get to what's going to happen at the clash. Right. Before you can well, do well, anything. Hang on. Real what with we the what we hope will happen at the clash. Right, 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 Let's right. be fair yeah, about right. that. Um. I'm of course I'm over the moon about having Jer- Johnny back. I'm over the moon with how he was presented. I'm over the moon with how smart it was to have him back in front of a rabid crowd. Um, yes. It versus like I, I, who knows when all of this was taken care of and saying like we don't we shouldn't do this in Cedar Rapids. Like we need this to happen in a very specific place because you only get one first presentation. Um, I'm over the moon. They didn't bring up Johnny Gargano and immediately try to make him like, and now he's going to compete for the championship. Um, well, no, no. He alluded he wanted the championship. I'm saying right, that they didn't right, do but, like, There's a big if, difference if they between that. him for the briefcase next week, then it might be. But that's but, even, but that that's could, not carrying cross. Still be six months right. Off that's from, not, oh, there's okay, a big okay, difference between that and how badly they screwed up with carrying cross where suddenly on day one, these people that don't know who he is are supposed to believe that he's a viable championship guy. You have to right. do things. You have to accomplish things and winning the briefcase would go a, a long way. Um, there's a million things that I'm thrilled about what they did. But at the end of the day, what I'm most thrilled about is that Johnny Gargano's in my life. Um, I, I just, it's Johnny Gargano, man. <laughs> like we, we, we deserve this. We, we, yes. we, that's what we they should have. We deserve this a hundred percent. We deserve this. Um, I, I, it was, it was really good. It was, it was, it is still interesting to me that they're doing all of these things not at the end of the show on Monday nights, right? Like that is very interesting to me. Um, they just sort of came back from a commercial at nine at ten o'clock or whatever it was, and whoa, hey, holy crap! Um, I don't know. I, I it, but it all worked. Every ounce of it worked. Yeah, I mean, I I tweeted it out. I said the the best. You know, the thing that made me happiest wasn't just his return. It was the way they did it. it you know, it wasn't. Uh, you didn't have. The announcers, oh my god, is that who I think it is? Could it be? Could it be? You know, it was, hey, we're going to play this music. We're going to let him come out. We're not going to have the broadcasters talk till the end of the promo. We're presenting this as a big deal, a guy you should know. We don't need to hype this up at all. We are going to say, you know, th- this would be, if Stone Cold came back, we don't need to say a word because Stone Cold came back. If Johnny Gargano comes back, we don't need to say a word because Johnny Gargano came back. And that was shocking to me and it made me so delighted because that's exactly the way that Johnny Gargano should be treated facts I mean facts all around every every ounce of it and he feels big and he feels credible and 
you know, maybe I'm getting my hopes up. Oh my God. I did have that moment where I thought to my, and I wanted to tweet it out, but like you, you've got your, your other main event for the next, like this year should be the year that they do, um, the Roman Reigns match as one main event. And then Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens is the other. And then next year it should be the Roman Reigns match as one main event. And Gargano Champa is the other, like, you have this opportunity to be so creative and so unique and serve so many. And that was the thing that I think Triple H understands. I think he understands the ability to serve multiple masters at the same time where we all know Vince McMahon was trying to serve one master and one master only. That's essentially right. But in saying himself, it was the, the big money thing, the things that he thought were big money. Yes. Triple H I hope understands it's the thing that we always talk about. There is room within a wrestling company for a little bit of everything. And as long as you give a little bit of everything, people are more willing to put up with the things that aren't for them. I'm more willing to put up with Logan Paul if I know I'm getting something I love. I'm more willing to put up with... I mean, there'll never be a day where you can justify, you know, like Bill Goldberg. I mean, you just can't. But I'm more willing to put up with it I mean, you can, just not in title matches. You can't really justify him at all anymore. You really, there's really no justifying Bill Goldberg showing up for two minutes and, like, in any match. Like, I guess you could justify him showing up and like somebody's cutting a promo and just have him come out. I, I, and... Again, like I, like, like I said, whenever they did that, you know, the one Dolph Ziggler match where it was just very clearly he wants to, you know, we want to get the pop here. We're going to have a two-minute match where he spears and jackhammers the guy. I have, again, as long as there's stuff I like, I have no problem with that. I, the, I'll keep coming back to it. Even if it's unjustifiable, as long as I'm getting the things that I want, I can put up with the fact that you know that there's a certain person that's only going to turn something on because they see that Bill Goldberg is there. So I, I hope this is the era of Triple H understanding how to serve many masters. Hey, there's stuff we gotta do to make money. There's stuff we gotta do to get attention, but there's other stuff we can do at the same time. And we have room to be able to functionally do all of it. Now, trusting that, you know, you gotta show it, right? Like, you gotta earn that trust. You gotta prove it over the course of the coming months. But I I hope, and maybe it's just hope, that that's what is coming in the, the story of the Triple H era isn't going to be getting away from Brock Lesnar. It's not going to be getting away from doing, you know, Logan Paul and things along those lines. It's going to be understanding how to do that and other things also. But there's also a story out there that apparently Triple H doesn't. Well, that was kind of never mind. I ended up reading what that was. It was like Ric Flair saying that he doesn't think Triple H likes likes to do the Goldberg type things. Well, I don't I don't doubt that he doesn't like but doing it. Nick Khan's gonna love it. Right, but that's right. The, but I also think that he I think he's been around long enough to understand. He understands the importance of doing that when you need to, like yes. for a WrestleMania or Saudi Arabia. Um, it, or, like you can do it without putting them make them the central focus of the story. We can go back to it's so it's so amazing how much like for everybody that thought that I spent too much time whining about the Chris Jericho Kevin Owens thing, like it's so amazing in hindsight knowing how much it like wrecked Chris Jericho and, and Kevin Owens and Kevin like it's so incredible thinking about that going back, but those are the small things. Like this is we're not saying you can't do these other things. We 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 get it. As I've asked a billion times, do something for us too. 
Like, it's not that hard. You're capable of doing all of these things. You're capable of, hey, we can have Edge back, but we don't have to have Edge run through everyone in the Royal Rumble. Like, it's good to have Edge back. He'll be okay if he doesn't win. He'll live if he doesn't win. We'll be all right with that. Him being there is good enough. Like, there's small things that you can do in order to make all of this work. That requires effort, thought, concern, um, not just flying off the handle and ripping things up and saying, ah, the hell with that, we're going to do something else. It requires real patience and someone who's dedicated to it. And I, I hope that this company is now structured in a way that Triple H can be dedicated to it while other people, Stephanie, Nick Khan, can be dedicated to the other things. That he doesn't have to be so concerned about you know, making an appearance on Wall Street that he ends up losing sight of the intricacies and details that go into building quality wrestling program. I hope that's the case. Time will tell if that's the case. But yeah, I'm excited by the start. I mean, how could you not be excited by the start? You're there is a lot to like. They're good matches. You're getting Johnny Gargano back. You know, you're getting Johnny Gargano back, and you're getting Johnny Gargano back. <laughs> <laughs> And others too. Look, I you know I, we'll tie it into and I didn't think NXT was very good, but I know that all I was thinking about at the end of the night was the index thing because it was magical. It was it was wonderful. I think the show on the whole was meh, um, but I got index and it was wonderful. And I'm loving the story of uh, the idea of Dexter Loomis, you know, bad boy and and where does this go next? And him turning himself into the cops and does Indy come chase him down somewhere else? Like I love it. I need it. Inject it into my veins. It's wonderful. Um, I'm all for it. Um, yes, yes, how, yes. How amazing is it that they connected a story from Raw and SmackDown and NXT? Well, I'm sorry. Not just that. The big Johnny Gargano moment, you had something directly from NXT yep. for that, too. Yep. They're they're acknowledging NXT as the as a piece of the world. Um, Karrion Cross also posted a – I guess he's been doing some, like, online videos. And his promos all reference NXT, too. Okay. Yes. Of, I mean, that's I, I think everything about Karrion Cross is awkward, man. I can't. It's hard for me to like feel excitement about Karrion Cross in any way because just his existence but, but, but is uncomfortable. But the idea but yes, that the, concept, the most logical thing in right, the world, right. Where these guys, you know, if you believe that they got big to reference that, you know, that's a good thing. But also not sitting on it. It's got to be both things. You yes. can't just sit on it because you have to acknowledge not everyone was watching that. You have to serve both. A lot of people did watch it. This goes back to the same thing. When I, when I get mad about WrestleMania, you are pretending like anybody who watched during the fall is a is a joke. Like, what a, what a rube you are for wasting your time watching wrestling in the fall. Do a little bit of something for us, too. Like, do a little bit of both. Both acknowledge what happened in NXT and present people as being credible within the realm of what they do now on Raw or SmackDown. It can be done. It's it's really not that hard. Like, it's not. I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope that's where we're going. Um, was there anything else that, like, stood out? I, 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 all I can think about this yes. week is Johnny uh, well, Gargano. On, on, on Raw or SmackDown? Yes. I, I do, you know, we, we had the kind of, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago about Sami Zayn and, and how Kevin Owens could factor in and more and more and, you know, what Kevin Owens is going forward. Um, I think we could see a battle for Sami's soul between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens or the bloodline and Kevin Owens. I think that's the direction this could be going, which I'm all for. You know, I, 
I don't hate that. I mean, of course I don't hate that. Um, but there's a lot of, of questions there, right? Like, what is that? What is that if it's not Roman, right? Like, it ultimately saying, you know, it's it's Kevin luring Sammy over to do a match against the Usos. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe those there who dethrones the Usos. Which, which I'm fine with that in concept, but if you're fighting for Sammy's soul, presumably shouldn't you have to fight Roman? Um, well, then that's the question. Is Roman well, around to do the, that? That's the yeah. problem, right? Now, now like, Paul, by the way, you know, you, you want Roman involved, but let's, let's just say Roman can't be involved. Paul is a guy who you can kind of fill in not to the Roman extent, and it's tough to do because he can't really get physical, but as the kind of overlord, if you will, that you need to, you know, get Sammy away from. You know, if I trust anybody to pull it off, it, it certainly is Paul Heyman. I, I think there's a real question to post-Clash. Just how often is Roman around? And if that number is small... What is the bloodline without Roman? And in particular, if he's not the champion. Um, because the one thing you could say when Roman's not around now is he is still the champion, right? Like, in that way, he yep. still does kind of loom over everything. But if he's not the champion and he's not there, what is that at that point, right? Like, I, there is so. I know you guys always make fun of me because I listen to other podcasts, but. Oh, really? I've never heard. <laughs> there was a really actually fairly significant um interview with Roman Reigns by Sports Illustrated that I thought was pretty interesting and he basically like they directly asked him about his contract and how many shows and all like they were trying to get him to to quantify you know what that all means and the way he described it was like he is for sure a yearly, you know, he's he's a character on WWE. He's going to be on all the big shows and enough TVs to support those big shows. So he's not going away. He's only going to be going away if there's not a big show looming. What so does that mean, though? Like it means he, he literally said the big four and two or three others. Oh, so, if he said two or three actually, others, sorry. Sorry, the big said, four p puts him in Lesnar territory. He said the big four, the Saudis, and two or three others is what he said. If that's the case, then that's, yes. That's enough, right? That's enough yeah. that, because we're assuming there's still going to be another. So I mean, that, that you're talking about eight or nine pay-per-views a year. Well, hang on. but We're assuming that there's going to be another Saudi show before the end of the year, correct? Um, or at this point, is that? Are we I don't know. I, I guess the, the question is, are they just going to kind of punt it to February or whatever? Well, and clearly they want day one to be. But weren't they weren't they supposed to do two Saudi shows a year? Yeah, I mean, like the last year, last 12 months, there was the October one and there was the February or Mar right. early March, whenever exactly that was. So what I would say is there's there's a couple things. If if there's no Saudi show, then that really sets him up to do one show between now and the end of the year. That's a tough thing. It's tough over the span of four full months to have one Roman appearance or one Roman performance, if you will. It's tough. It's not impossible, but it's tough. It's tough to tell me how the bloodline stays super relevant if Roman's neither the champion nor performing more than once. Even one more show, and I get somebody would say, hey, day one, because they've been obsessed with day one. I was just one. about to say, I think it's day they, one. They'd probably make that one of those other ones that he does, and and that's 
fair, you know, like I'm I'm willing to buy that. Um I guess the issue I would have with that is you're now you're trying to drag through the holiday. It's always the awkwardness about them trying to make day one a big deal. Is that like you're doing it around the holiday season and it's just a tough time to get people into anything. But um could it could it work? Yeah. Didn't they consider that a huge success last year? Despite oh, they, the like they loved it. At- yeah, they yeah. loved it. They 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 think they think just doing a show on that date is is going to work and matters and is a big deal. There will inevitably be years where that won't be. I mean, it's going to be a school night some years. Right. Um. The that's it's going to be tough. Like do that on a random. I, hell yeah, there'll be some years where it's on a Monday night. And then what do you do? Like, like do you not do raw? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, what they'll probably do is it won't be on pay-per-view. It'll just be Raw Year One or Raw Day One. Day One Raw, <laughs> like WrestleMania I mean, SmackDown. I mean, you say that, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they tried to do it on the thirtieth, and you know, it's something like that. If they... <laughs> day, day One on the thirtieth, yeah, right. Like they're they're <laughs> just they're just convinced that like it works. You know, what day I mean? thirty-one. Um, I don't even remember what day of the week the first is this year. I really don't. Uh... I, I think it's a sunday but it might be a monday it's, it's either a sunday or a monday well it can't it's a be. sunday and it most definitely is a school night but yeah so is every sunday no nah, the, the schools will be off for um they do a, a new year like if the new year's falls on a weekend they give you another day off so it won't be a school not night. always uh i mean i don't know where you've been but not always they've always done like for with hot if a if a major holiday like the fourth of july falls on a weekend you get monday off and New Year's Day is a major holiday in the United yeah. States, so they. Yeah, I, I I just looked up two school systems real yeah, quickly. Yeah, both have. Yeah, one you, day get, off. you get you get the second off in that scenario, but that's all you get off. You don't get off any more than that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, this by, is. By the way, our schools have school on January second. Who's so who's your schools? Where Tracy teaches and where Dottie goes in Arundel At, County. Montgomery well, County has it off. Yeah, that's insane. I've never heard of anything like that. I, w- I wonder if that's just a that's mistake. That's why I'm used to it, because any time... No, they, they go back the first Monday in January, no matter what, unless it's literally the first. All right. I mean, I, I've never I've but never because they have it. all those other days off. They have, like, a long spring break. It, like, it's just not a day that, you know... The only day they have off in January is Martin Luther King. Uh, that, that's, that's, I've never heard of that. It's weird. That's very weird. I've just never heard of it. Or or maybe maybe it's something that we're going to see more of. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's something that people are going to do more of because of all those other stupid you know days There's off. There's so many. Right? Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, Baltimore County is, is through the second, too. Everybody else is through the second. I have no idea why that one school system. But the point being. Well, the school system sucks. I mean, we okay, don't talk Okay, well, then you hear that's, <laughs> wow. that's Brandon Linton saying that, ladies and gentlemen. Brandon Linton. The, no, never mind. Um, look, I, I will be interested to see that. I will be interested to see it because if there are two appearances in there, um, I there is this whole question of what are you doing with them? Like what are are they are they for the future of the bloodline? Is there finally a Jey Uso match? Like a one on one Roman Reigns Jey Uso pay per view match? Like something in there, right? Like there, there. I will have a lot of questions as to what the usage of Roman Reigns is if he's not the champion for four months until we get back to WrestleMania season when we presume he's going right back into the championship picture. Or if it's not the championship picture, it's the Rock picture. Right, right, correct. That's fair. The, the main Thank event you. picture. Yes, the main event picture. That yes, that's that's abundantly fair. There's no doubt about that. Um, but you know, it's intriguing. And I look, I'm I I like the idea. I still want to selfishly allow myself to believe that there's some sort of scenario where there can be a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn championship match at WrestleMania next year. And I know there won't be. I know that. 
but I just want to believe it. I just want to choose to believe. You want to believe? Yes, I want to believe that there is some bizarro world possibility where that can play out somehow, some way, and okay. I can be the happiest clam ever. Maybe instead we could get uh, Kevin and Sammy versus DIY. I, I mean, don't don't like don't <laughs> tempt me with a good time. Like I'm all for it. <laughs> if, no, but that seems a lot more realistic. Than... Yes, it's definitely more realistic. But I keep going back. To, I want. To, I just want to choose to believe that the Triple H era can usher in my idea. The way that I drew it out last year was a good idea. It's exactly the way that you give the middle finger to the other company that's supposed to be the wrestling company. Huh, you're the wrestling company? We're the one doing Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn for the championship at WrestleMania. Like, it's the eternal FU. It's the way to try to get anybody, anyone who says WWE doesn't care about wrestling. R really? R really? Uh, they're doing a wrestling match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a football stadium. <laughs> yeah? It's a good idea. It's justifiable. They're legitimate stars. You don't, it wouldn't have to be your main event because clearly that would be the night that your women's match is your main event. Like, it makes all of the sense in the world and would go such a long way to trying to present yourself as being more of a wrestling company than you've been before. I get it. You're right. Is it going to happen? No, of course not. It will never happen. And we'll never get a Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa WrestleMania championship match. But this let's be fair, rivalries were such a massive part of what made this company so great for so long. Why wouldn't you purposely try to play into that? And a rivalry that culminates with a WrestleMania match is everything. Like, that's, that's the point of the company. Why? Which is why we're getting Cody and Seth Rollins. Correct. That's exactly the point. We're going to get Cody. And might get five more, for the record, during the course. Of the, might be the first ever rivalry where one guy never wrestles anyone else. <laughs> so when and Cody one guy the company, wins every said, single I'm match. Only, I'm only wrestling Seth Rollins, Correct. and that's it. Correct. That's the way. You can have me. I'll turn my back on the company I started, but under one condition. And that condition is, I only wrestle one person forever. Hey, to be fair, he picked a really good person. Well, yes. yeah, I mean, it's not a bad one. Maybe by the, the best person. By the way, the irony would be us going back and like finding uh, one of those matches in the crowd chanting fight forever <laughs> and then being like, okay. They listen. Okay, we will. See, WWE yeah. listens to the fans. <laughs> I guess we will. That's what we'll do. All right. What else mattered? We're going to end up doing a really short show this week because uh, I got a lot going on. Yeah. Just this isn't going to be a long conversation. Kayfabe wise, before uh, Dexter Loomis kidnapped Miz. What was that with the guy grabbing AJ? Well, well let's be. Let's also be perfect sense. Why? <laughs> it was to draw all of the people to him. Oh, so Dexter, security guards. Yeah. So, that Dexter so, so, so Dexter, pa Dexter paid the guy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes okay. actually that works. I'm good with that. That, that does work. Just you know. it also was a little bit okay. <laughs> there are things that happen on WWE shows where, like, they they just keep referencing it like every couple of minutes for the rest of the show. The Miz got kidnapped. <laughs> and no one seemed to be all that concerned. Right. Oh, I well, do like there there was something like five months ago or something where we were about how yeah, I, I think it, I can't remember which company it was. They were just like, really? We're just moving on from that? And they yeah. moved like, right to the announced booth after that. I was like, huh. Yeah, and like remember there was a car crash a couple weeks ago? Yep. Like what are we doing about that? <laughs> Anybody bothered to investigate, look into it? Like, anybody 
concern? Nah, we good. All right. I guess we're good. I guess that's the way it's going to go. I I don't know. I It's not it's not all that it's not like it's awful, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm I'm furious about it because Actually, I don't know why I'm not furious about it. It's a little bit weird that you would have a professional wrestler kidnapped during the course of a match, and everybody just be like, "Well, and coming up next, like this is this is the guy who for a long time ran the NXT parking lot." Let's be fair. That's fair. I understand that. That's fair. It just still seems like maybe in in the happening in the middle of a match, there should at least be an amount of acknowledgement. Hey, we're we are working on this story. We will get you an update as soon as right. we pop. Right. A- I also thought that the, the announcers didn't do a good job of like because I, I I I do truly believe they were trying to show us that that's how he was getting away with it was that they had this other guy come in and that's what all the security ran over there and then when they went to the other side that's where Dexter grabbed Miz, but the announcers did not say anything. No. No, so it, it made that really hard to. I saw a lot of confusion about that. And, and I, what I could have accepted it as is that what they were trying to do with Dexter was just create him being a sneaky character, more so than like evil. That like he didn't really kidnap the Miz. He's just it's us showing you how truly deceptive and sneaky he can be. But then they literally had him arrested the next night. So, <laughs> and he went from. Where were they? In in Mon- Mont- Montreal. It went from oh, no, Miami Toronto. To sorry, Florida. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto to Florida. Yeah, did, did, did you see AJ's tweet? Yeah, that's love, man. Amazing. Yeah, love is not dead. Um, dude's on the lamb. He just had to. And, he had and, to so, and, and by the way, and maybe that's what he. It's, it's going to turn out. He actually didn't get arrested for kidnapping Miz. He got arrested for uh, blowing by the border. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe he stole a jet or something. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's um. I'm in, I'm in for it because I love Dexter Loomis. You know what I mean? Like I'm in for all of this, but eh, there are plot holes. <laughs> we do have to acknowledge that there are some plot holes in this whole thing. Does, is there anything that we needed to yeah, talk about? What, that? what one more thing that we do need to talk about? Rhonda. What about her? What are they doing with Rhonda? I, I don't know. I mean, I like I, I'm I'm baffled by what they're doing because they're they're making her a face, and when it seemed like they were pretty intent on making her a heel. I, I'm confused. So Aaron and I chatted about this a little bit. So the house show that I went to, they stupidly tried to book in in, in Salisbury, Maryland. Is that how you say that? It's, Salisbury? Yes, it's but it's definitely how people around here Salisbury? say Salisbury. No, it's okay. not. I assure you, if you're from here, it's Salisbury. <laughs> now, whether it's actually Salisbury or not, nobody knows. <laughs> but around here, it's Salisbury. Salisbury Steak, Maryland. Okay. So um, when you're at a house show somewhere like that. Uh, that's not a big city. You have Ronda Rousey, arguably, or maybe not even arguably, because Drew McIntyre wasn't there. So not just the biggest star, but the biggest wrestling star even is on your show. And they had her work heel, and it was her and Shayna against Aaliyah. Pause for reaction. And Raquel. And it's really hard for someone like Aaliyah to work face against Ronda Rousey at a house show, right? Um, Particularly a house show there. I think after a couple of shows, like, like I think they weren't getting – it's it's so weird because I think they were getting people booing her when they wanted her to be cheered. But now I think they've been playing towns that they either haven't had her in or whatever, and she's getting cheered when they're trying to get her booed. And she's not very good about not doing whatever the thing – you know what I mean? Like she's not a seasoned enough – 
performer. I don't want to say, I don't mean wrestler. I mean like acting performer to not play into whatever the crowd's doing. And so I think it's hard for her to try to turn those cheers into booze and they probably just have decided to pull the plug on it. That's, but that's the funny my... thing was before SummerSlam, before they started, you know, basically making her Stone Cold Steve Austin, at least on TV. You know, I can't, uh, you know, I can't say to the house shows, but at least on TVs, she was getting the booze. She was getting the reaction we wanted, and it wasn't until but they had like her get was... screwed over at SummerSlam, yeah. they yes. had her turn into Stone Cold Steve Austin, going anti-authority, that she was really getting cheered. But I understand so, what Brandon's saying, Aaron. No, I, I, I but, do but that wasn't happening anywhere else, though. And like, there, if there you are... would go to... There will always be markets. That Salisbury reac- reaction was yeah. the reaction. But ever. but does it? Ma- if, if you're getting the reaction on TV, does it matter the reaction you're getting? Well, but at house but shows? the question is, are you always going to get that on TV? I go back to yeah. if you're in Cedar Rapids one week, aren't people just going to be delighted to see Ronda Rousey? Like holy crap, there's a mega yeah. star that's in my in, in Podunk Cedar Rapids. I don't care how you presented her on TV. I get to see Ronda Rousey tonight. I mean, even at SummerSlam, she was getting cheered. She wasn't getting all cheers, but she wasn't getting booed out of the building. No. And, and that was before the whole live thing. Like, I think this was always a problem. It always has been with Brock, right? I mean, I think they good, did a good enough job turning Brock again. Like, they they started to try to do that with Ronda, but it. this is the part that we've talked about before. How willing is she... How heel is she willing to be? What things is she willing to do? Like, Brock Lesnar was willing for them to say, this guy doesn't care about being here. This guy isn't here because he he doesn't care about this and and saying all that stuff. And that was the only thing that worked because until then, he was getting cheered against every face almost that he fa- that he went up against, um, particularly Cena and Roman Reigns, which were people they were having a, pr- a problem with. So I, th- I think that's what's happening with the Ronda thing. And I think they just realized, you know what? What are we doing? Like, this is much smarter to just play into that. If she's getting cheered and she's selling stuff, we can make her this, like, weird tweener thing and just go from there. You know what I mean? And then she can fight whoever and it doesn't matter. That's the only reason. That's the only thing I can think of because there were TVs where she was. I know you're saying it was post all that SummerSlam stuff. But, like, listen, I love Liv Morgan. I just don't think that. She hasn't been built as a strong enough character to overcome any of that. Well, so I, I think- don't. I don't know if that's true either. I think she's a strong character that they've failed in, like not giving her a clean win over Ronda Rousey. But I right, think overwhelmingly right. she is a a liked character. I don't think yeah. there's any debate about whether people like her or not. Right. I I think that you're what the uniqueness of what you're saying is. But she's up against a mega celebrity, right? Yes. Like what? Like this is the character can be popular. But you, you're having to protect her over someone. It always goes back to this is a famous person. This is something we are in a in a fame driven society. Good, bad, whatever. If you're famous, it doesn't matter. The guy that shows up at baseball games wearing a Marlins jersey gets asked for autographs because we are a back assword society. The 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 the, the idiot that catches foul balls or, or home run balls at baseball games is allowed to be a celebrity. Or it doesn't good, bad, whatever. You're a celebrity. So it's very unique what you're talking about. And I get it that that when Ronda Rousey is somewhere. Whatever you present her as, she's still a celebrity. She's still a viably famous person. And you are asking in the year 2022 for people to not be excited that a viably famous person is showing up in their community. It's tough. 
also, also a person they've probably never seen in person before. Right. That's a, right. that's another right. that's another aspect of that. Right. I'm with you. I I I there is some there really is something to wait. I, you know I would tell you if you're an idiot. You know that. I I don't think you're in well, I mean you not often do. not for this one. There's lots of other things. <laughs> lots of other things, but not this at all. I think there is absolutely something to the difficulty of Ronda Rousey truly being a heel. I, I, the lengths that you would have to go. Well, or you just have to have the the Becky figure, like we saw at the end of her original run. She was going more or right. less full heel, but right. it was because you had Becky on the other right. side. Right, correct. Like it's it has to be so insanely strong. But this goes back to why it was such a mistake to not look. I I didn't I didn't you know I didn't hate it, but they just let her have a queen. She needs to lose at some. Let her lose like cleanly. Even, even if it's not a perfectly clean win or loss, like yeah. you couldn't do what you did, where literally she won. She got screwed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. All right. Anything else we got to cover? Uh, not really. All right. Very good. Um, I mean, I did. We should probably cover the fact that uh, the Hit Row came out and, and wrecked yeah. Maximum Male Models. And I don't I, know how to feel about that. Why? Oh, because you love Maximum, like maximum Male Models. I, I do like get. Maximum male I do models. get that. I do get that. Well, I want to. I like the idea of them working together for a little while. I love that. Yeah, that's, Yep. Now, look. One thing that we didn't really talk about. Remember the first time, it was very clear that um, Swerve was going to be a singles wrestler, and and um, you know Ashanti and and AJ were going to be in, in NXT. Yes. No, no, no. Even when they got called up, he said mm, no. no they he, had... he said the plan. He told us the plan yeah. was yeah. that it, they were going to work as a tag team in you know, when they got called up. So. I'm interested by if that is a definitive plan or if it can be ever evolving now. Like, I'm just interested in that. I don't even know if AJ knows. Because remember, we tried to get him to, he was like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just don't know. Um, so I am interested by that. And if that's the plan, because I like that plan. But, you know, like, I know you guys brought up, like, um, Survivor Series. Well, there's only two, two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Like, there's only two. That doesn't really work, but if they're trying to drive, we're a tag team, and Brianna can also work in the women's division or can also work with us in the things that we're doing, and if you know an opportunity presents itself where we can wrestle two men and a woman, that's great. I, I like that idea. I like all of that, if that's yep. the way we're going. All right, let's get some plugs in. Um, Aaron. Uh, check out VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Both of our college football and NFL guides are out right now. So if you're looking to make those future bets, definitely make sure you check those out and follow me on Twitter at the AOster. Brandon. Uh, we announced Bad Omens is coming to Ramshead December 10th. They previously uh, opened for Ice Nine Kills, and tickets are going really, really fast. So if you're going to go to that, go get your tickets now. We also announced uh, Andrew Callahan, who does uh, All Gas, No Breaks, Channel 5, uh, show blew out. No tickets. Sorry. Can't help you there. All right. Um, and December 11th, although we might add a second show. So come back and check just in case. And then we also announced, uh, Mitchell 10 penny on February 16th and tickets for everything else. Uh, you can get them at ramsedlive.com. Go to at ramsedlive on Twitter or Instagram. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is where you find me. He's, of course, at AJFrancis410 on all socials. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out.
Jobbing out. Jobbing out. We're not good at this.